Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to a special patio edition of Advantage Connors. As always, your host, Brett Connors, here sitting with Gold Doodle Isabella and my co-host, Jimmy Connors, up in Santa Barbara. What's cracking? Sun shining. It's a beautiful day. We just uh, had a great 4th of July, and uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good week so far. How about you? It's been a good week. It's been a, a more nonstop action um, since I've got home. Like you said, it was 4th of July. Uh, Melina's family, her sister and her mom, uh, Vindala and Annalie, are here. They came after we were there for a few weeks. They came uh, to spend a week here, 10 days here with uh, with us. So they've been uh, here doing stuff every day. It's been busy. We we got a chance to come up and see you guys for 4th of July and spend some time with you. That was fun. Yeah, it was. And uh, we got we had a, a good a good weather and, and the, the, the pool was uh, getting some good use with with uh, Annalie and, and uh, Zvendela. They went down and, and hung out by the pool uh, all day and and uh, got some good barbecue. Uh, we yeah. had uh, hot dogs and hamburgers and chicken and corn and and uh, geez, I miss doing Connor's Kitchen. We better get back into that. Making yep. me hungry. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. The barbecue was good. You guys uh, cooked it up really good for us. My favorite is the cheddar dogs. The hot mm. dogs that have the cheddar cheese built right into the dog. It's amazing. You just char those up a little bit, put a little bit of relish and mustard on it, and you are good to go. But, yeah, um, so I also I also know that uh, some of the leftovers uh, left with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're down here yeah, with me right now. Yeah, so <laughs> that's uh, that's not a bad thing. Getting some uh, uh, still some some good food left there, but uh, it was a fun day, and and uh, it was good to to see them. And uh, we haven't seen them in a number of years, and it was great that they were over here. And it was uh, it was a, a fun day, really yeah. fun. Yeah, it was cool. Um, another thing that was fun is um, Vindal is 19, so she just graduated uh, high school uh, in Stockholm. So now she's taking what they call a gap a gap year, which a lot of, uh, I feel like more European people do it, kids do it, than Americans, where uh, here in America, you just dive right into to college usually. You know, at 18, you, you just go right into it. But uh, over there, they give themselves some time to maybe travel or 
you know, figure out where they want to go or study and, and, and they call it a gap year. So she's taking a gap year to focus on her football. She's a big, big soccer player her whole life. Uh, been a really, uh, awarded goal scoring, badass soccer player. Um, so we drove around, uh, UCSB, University of California, Santa Barbara, uh, locally yeah, when we were up there to show her the campus and, uh, they have a pretty good, uh, soccer program over the years. So we checked out the stadium and, uh, she was digging that. She was impressed. Yeah. He was impressed too. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you know, you, you come up to Santa Barbara, that's been our home for so long that it's just, everything's a given, you know, it's like, Oh, of course mm-hmm. that's tinkers where we get our burgers and this is where we go to the beach and here's where we go to the hikes. And, but then when you go there with somebody who's not from there, you know, that they're, they're not expecting you, but you want to tell them as much about your hometown as you can. You know, you're like, well, they're only here for two days and I want to show them this and we got to show them UCSB and we got to get the, you know, the burger and we got to go here and for breakfast, you know, and you only got 36 hours. And so all of a sudden you turn into like a little bit of like a tour guide, you right. know, where you're trying to, you want to point out and, and sell them on all the cool things about your hometown and, and try and show them as much of it while they're there. Well, I, I, I think that uh, the one thing Vindola liked most was the sun. <laughs> she, she loved, uh, you know, laying, laying by the pool and proud of her tan. She's going to go back to Sweden. She's going to have the coolest tan of anybody. So she was, uh, she had a blast. I'm, I'm sure. And I'm glad, I'm glad they came to visit us. It was, a, it was, like I said, it was a fun day. Yeah. That's uh, when, when you're coming from Sweden and, and the sun goes away for a few months, every, every winter, then, then that's all they really need to be happy is a little beach and a little sun and, uh, and a couple of uh, recliner chairs and they're good to go. So. Not a bad thing. Not <laughs> what, a bad. What thing. else has been going on? You've been you've been golfing. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. And uh, you know, my uh, my Achilles is uh, holding up, and uh, the PRP shots I think have, have done me uh, done me a good turn. I don't uh, right now. I, I think surgery is uh, is not in the the future, which is great. That's good. So I have been playing a little more golf, uh, which I'm liking and uh, working on my game. And but I got up this morning, and it's kind of my. Uh, my favorite time of year because uh, I turned it on and the Scottish Open was on, and and I like Lynx golf. I, I I haven't played enough of it, and and we talk about it all the time, Brett. That we're going to have to make a trip over there just to just to play some of the great courses in uh, you know Ireland and Scotland and and all that. And and plus the the Open next week is at St Andrews, which is going to be a ball to mm-hmm. see anyway. And and to to watch the Scottish Open and the wind blowing 30, 40 miles an hour and how the guys handle that, you know, how they keep their patience and, uh, you know, how they flight their ball down. And, and it's really, it's just fun to see. It's, uh, you know, different than the golf over here where, you know, shooting maybe, you know, 20, 25 under, you know, over there, you get in conditions like that. And, and, and by the way, uh, uh, the conditions can change every two or three holes depends mm-hmm. on which direction you're walking. So right. it's, uh, it, it, it's fun to watch and, and uh, you really see the talent and the expertise and, and just, uh, just all the shots that the pros have. And it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's, you're right. Because when I played those courses while I was gone, um, the links courses are so different, you know, like you realize how many of the American st- uh, style courses are the same. You know, like very, almost every shot is meant to be hit really high with like a, you know, a nice little draw or a little fade. Everything's a high shot, a flop shot, you know, like a, it's, it's like kind of this one style. And then you go over and you play these links courses and it's like, dude, take the rule book that you think you have to follow and just like throw it out the window. Yeah. You know, it's cause play, play it along the ground yeah, most of the time. Right? Putt, 
Just like you can take, yep. I mean, people are taking putter from 50, 60 yards off the green. You're laughing at them and they stick it four feet away and they'd go and tap in for their par and happily move on, you know? And you're yeah, like, oh, I wouldn't even think to do that on other <laughs> yeah, courses. Yeah, I know. No kidding. No kidding. Because of the way the rough is, you know, like with Lynx courses, they don't kind of have like a fringe collar around the green where like American courses always kind of have that distinct, like it goes from putting green to fringe to then rough. There's like the three differences, you know, in, in grass mm-hmm. length over there, it's kind of just two. It goes from like from the green to like the, the, the short kind of non green. And then it just rolls away. It can keep right. rolling for 30 yards or something, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's fun to see. And, and uh, I, I know uh, uh, the course up one of the courses here I belong to uh, they uh, is built on like the side of a hill and, uh, and, and they had a, a very fast grass. I, I wish I knew the name of it that they put in there. And on the side of the hill, if you didn't hit the green or you put a little too much spin on it and, and, and you had a little, a little juice on it where it came back and it rolled off the green, it, it could roll, you know, 50, 60 yards away, yeah. you know, or, or down into a bunker. And, uh, you know, that, uh, boy, if, if you can play on courses like that, that would, uh, that would improve my game. I know it would improve my game for sure. And, but uh, wow, was that frustrating? But yeah. it's fun to see the pros and and you know and, and the frustration that uh, that they get also. I mean, you know that it's uh, it's different golf for all of us. And you know, it's like like Tom Watson. You know, went over there and you know he had to learn, you know how to how to play over there when uh, and and he was, I think, a five time champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from uh, for the open, and, and you have to learn that game. It's a it's a completely different game, and it would be fun for us to go one day. We're going to have to do that. It would be uh, be a great experience. Definitely, it's fun to watch the uh, players who that style of golf like pulls to the forefront for like these couple weeks. You know, because there's sometimes you'll look on a British Open leaderboard and you're like, who are who are half these guys? If you're not, mm-hmm. if you're just kind of a casual fan, they. And you're like, well, they're probably European players or they're guys who grew up on this style of course, all of a sudden having a chance to kind of like shine, you know, because you don't think about that. You think, well, all the courses are nice and they're all amazing, but they're all like a little different. Like you said, the different grasses, if you grow up on a certain kind of grass, you probably know how to putt on it better than someone who grows up on, you know, whatever, a a thicker kind of grass that has more, uh, you know, sponginess to it. But I wonder wonder what the the easier transition transition is is it easier to go from playing uh the courses over here to to the links style or from links style to playing the courses over here yeah it's tough yeah. i feel like um i feel like you can always figure your if you're just hitting like a high shot to a green that's probably like you got that in the bag right like if you have to right. go from links back to just hey here's a 180 yard shot and it, it's straight ahead and you just want to you know nice draw in there or whatever but when you're mm-hmm. going to the links it's you know so many things are you know you're you're working on your bounces, you're bouncing seven irons into the mound, hoping they pop up onto the green and roll out. Like all of that is so much like feel and so yeah. much almost like that hole, that mound, that, you know, shot itself that I think uh, I'd want a little more time to practice going into the links. Well, the next couple of weeks is going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be good for me because uh, I, I'm an insomniac, so I'm up <laughs> most of the night anyway. And, and uh, so I'll be tuning that in. You know, from uh, whenever it comes on, I'll be I'll be waiting for it. So that'd be good. Yeah, me too. Uh, but I, I get back into work next week with uh, the the early one a.m. California call time, which is right around tee off time over there. So <laughs> I might have the third or fourth screen uh, uh, experience going in the control room as we're watching some tennis and, and a little golf. That'll be fun. 
that doesn't sound bad. Uh, but I also noticed, and this is, uh, then I want to move on and, and get into something else. But you know, the pandemic re, uh, restrictions in uh, in China are still on. Uh, hopefully, they're getting better over there. I guess, but uh, but they've canceled two golf tournaments for the fall. Uh, so sucks. you know, that's uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, an LPGA and a men's. So. I, I don't know. I mean, is, is it crazy that I'm that interested in golf? Maybe I don't know. Maybe like, what's going on in tennis? Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a tournament going on right now in tennis, pretty big one. Yep. But, but no. golf's cool though. Like I think tennis is like it too. Like where it can just be on, and you don't really care if it's a replay or not. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like you right. you can kind of avoid scores if you want. You know, like you don't like you know if I don't want to see who shot what round, I just don't watch it, and then I just watch the replay later. You know, and you can just watch it as if it's just happening now or it's just, you know, it's something you can right. kind of dip in and out of. You don't have to give it your full attention, like, while it's live all the time, I feel. So I think that's why there's such good good sports to kind of just keep on. Um, but, yeah, big tournament going on in tennis, Wimbledon. You've won it a couple yep. times. Um, thoughts on that? The big, big story. First, we've had a couple big stories, but let me get this first one. There are reports of intimacy in the new Wimbledon quiet spaces that they've set up. They set up Mm. these rooms that I guess are the facility intended the tennis fans to find a quote unquote moment of private meditation, prayer, or reflection. End quote. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's gotta make me laugh. Reflection. I guess the best, the, the best thing is they brought it in from the woods and given it, given them a place to, you know, to do it. But, you know, if you want to get away and get away from the crowds and the noise and all that, and you're going into these, these little spots, uh, you're, you're probably getting, you know, more noise and, uh, and more action than on some of the outside courts. Who right. knows? <laughs> right. There's more action going on. And when they say reflection, does that mean there's like mirrors on the ceiling or is that like sort of uh, like, yeah. like what well, reflections I, are they I talking about? I don't know. Well, we, we could dive pretty deep into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. That they, th- I mean, it is, it is funny. It is funny. But let, some strawberries a, and cream. <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, I also, I also saw, I read something just a little while ago, Brett, that uh, you know Nadal, uh, who was hampered by an abdominal injury in his quarterfinal match, is pulled out. Right. Pulled out of the semifinal. And uh, thoughts on you know, that? that? That's crazy. I mean, you know, he's he's he won Australia. Mm-hmm. He won the French mm-hmm. and, and he's on his way to, you know, he's on the, the third leg of the Grand Slam. He's in the semifinals against uh, Curios. And he's been nine matches away from winning yeah. the Grand Slam. Yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's crazy. And, and I, I guess I guess there, you know, here's thoughts, uh, you know, that, you know, if it was that bad in your quarterfinal, you know, you're leaving a big hole. Uh, you know, for a semifinal to, you know, to not be there. I mm. mean, I guess, I, uh, but, you know, I, I can't say anything about that because I don't know how bad it is or if he could have done anything, you know, I mean, he's pulling out the matches until tomorrow. Right. You know, so yeah. I, I, I don't know if he could have done anything to really help him and, and to get him better. And, but, uh, you know, but it's in, interesting. You said that, it, you know, he doesn't want to be hurt for the next two or three months. What's he saving himself for? Right. Uh, you know, for the U.S. Open? <laughs> well, yeah, the U.S. Uh, Open's like six weeks away. So, like, he, the, the quote was, I want to make sure I'm okay or something for two or three months from now. Well, so three months from now is like the indoor fall season that he almost doesn't have play half the time. You know, he doesn't have, 
uh, the best record in the fall. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, cranks up for the clay and then the summer and then, you know, maybe, you know, he hasn't never won the year in championship. So I don't, I don't know. Like to me, he's at the t- tail end of his career. He's two ahead of Joker and fed for slams. And he has a chance mm-hmm. to go for the grand slam. He's at the end of his career. And he says he needs to save himself for two or three months from now, which is like Tokyo or like right. Paris indoors. So like imagine yeah, you, saving you know, you know yourself. What else, you know what, what's interesting though, Brad, is, is uh, that he, uh, he was playing Taylor Fritz. And you know, Fritz must uh, you know, give him uh, a hell of a, a, a match and, mm-hmm. and so forth because uh, I think Fritz beat him in uh, uh, Indian Wells earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, Nadal had uh, some rib injury then playing against Fritz. Yep. And now he's got an abdominal. I don't know. Maybe maybe Fritz's game kind of you know uh, you know jerks him around a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, Fritz is six five, and uh, you know he's got that. I'm sorry. A big hitter. Yeah, and he's got that kind of game that uh, you know maybe puts a little extra pressure on him. And and you're right. I mean. Listen, I, I I played at thirty nine. He's playing at thirty six or thirty seven, whatever he is, and and uh, it does things don't get any easier. They don't, and and uh, you know things happened, and and you know that you never, you know, when you're young, you're bulletproof. Yeah, and and oh, you say you got an abdom- abdominal injury, you look at it and go, get away. Mm-hmm. You know, you you I don't I don't feel you. <laughs> you know, and you just go ahead anyway. But you know, when you get older, you know things like that kind of take its toll. Yeah. And, 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 uh, you feel it more and then, yeah, but, uh, you know, but, you know, I, I, I look at it this way. I, I understand it and, and, and feel for him because, you know, he is, you know, that age and, and where, where things start affecting you a little bit more, uh, and, and, uh, you know, to, but, but on the other hand, what is he saving himself for? I mean, it, it's an opportunity to, uh, you know, to win a, another Wimbledon or, uh, you know, because Curios isn't going to play, you know, 20, 30 ball rallies with him, like, right. uh, like a Djokovic or, or, you know, so it would be quick points and, you know, serve and volleys or, you know, return, miss a shot or, or whatever. And, and, uh, but on, you know, on the other hand, I'm, I'm just saying this because I see both sides of it because I've been on both sides of it mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, and, and understand it, but, uh, man, what, what, a, what a time to, to not be able to you know, be feeling your best, you know, in the semis of, a, of the third leg of the Grand Slam and you've won the other two leading up to this. So right. uh, tough position, tough position. Yeah, I got a few things on it. I mean, obviously, we don't know how bad it hurts. Um, so we don't know the pain he's in. And, you know, uh, you can say, well, why didn't he pull out during the Fritz match? Maybe he's jacked up on on the adrenaline and he's in the moment and he knows he can get through it in the moment. And then he gets away, it settles down and all of a sudden the pain is worse, blah, 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 something like that. That would be like what his side would say, but man, would you have to tear me away from that fucking court, dude? Like he has a chance at the grand slam. He's only ever had, I think the chance to do, I don't think he had the chance before. Like, cause when he won it in, uh, whatever it was 2010 or whatever i don't then he didn't win the french that year i I, whatever he's only had maybe one other chance to do it Mm -hmm. so he's already in the semi so he's already there he's the guy in the final four so you know his hat's in the ring with a chance to win and he's playing curios like you said curios isn't going to play long drawn out rallies you know Mm -hmm. he wants short fast points and so and they don't like each other and so, so he, he gift wraps. Well, that's a good point too. He gift, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. So he's going to gift wraps curios 
walks him into the his first grand. He never made his grand slam semi before this week. So now he gets a right. gift into the semi. Now he just walked into the finals. Now he gets to say he's a you know grand slam finalist, which I'm sure he'll say forever. You know. And like he doesn't like them. They'd have a history of like not liking each other. They've had a great match there back in 2014 where Nadal lost to to a 17 or 18 or whatever it was year old Curios when he was coming up. And so I right. just well, and then to do it the day before, like I almost would. I'd do everything I could to get out there tomorrow. Because what's the difference saying you're pulling out today? It doesn't help. It doesn't help with ticket sales. There's no person they slide in there to play the semi. That chance is gone. Right. So at least well, almost like play it out, get your walk yourself on the court, warm up and be like, dude, I can't even serve and let us see right. you in grimace and pain or something. But now it almost just seems like, oh, you know, I don't want to play, whatever. You know, I'll see you in three months on Tokyo indoors or, you know, like a well, Paris indoor or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I know I've been there, like I said, uh, and it's, it's, it's not an e- easy decision you know, to make, and especially when you're in the semis and, and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've played, you know, uh, big matches and semis and finals of grand slams where, you know, shit, you're willing, you're willing to, to do anything to try to go out there because, you know, but on the other hand, he's won 22 of them, right. <laughs> you know, he must be doing something 22. right. <laughs> yeah. So obviously he knows what he's doing, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's. Uh, yeah, I feel for him, and I feel for the tournament too. I don't feel much for the tournament, but, but uh, uh, you know that things like that happen, and you know, I I just say, you know, if he, you, you, you know, that's no easy injury to get over, and I, you know, I hope it turns out and he's uh, he gets better and he can play the open. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he comes back. It's not something long term. It's just a bummer because how cool would it have been to see Joker and Nadal in the final, or even Nadal Curios in the semi? It would have been yeah, great drama. And like you said, it's not good for the tournament. And there's been, you know, a few things. Serena lost early. Like Swiatek, we were talking about her. She she finally got upset after you know winning what, 38 something matches, crazy run. Her came to an end, and and now this pullout. It's like you wonder if it's a little like tournament karma coming back when the you know them keeping certain people out for political reasons and all that stuff. And mm. you never know. Well, you know, be careful. Yeah. Be careful what you ask for. It might. Might show itself yep. in other ways, but it's a bummer, man. I would have. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I took three straight years of Spanish in high school and can barely remember any of it today. I know that if you don't use it, you lose it. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it a perfect way to learn a new language on the go. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. 
In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code CONNERS. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Promo code CONNERS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to say one thing. It could have been one of my favorite competitions uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, and, and I don't know if you knew this, but uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> Coney Islands. Yeah. yeah and uh, uh, my, my man, my man, Joey Chestnut, once again. Right. I mean, he's just, yeah, you know, comes through. And I mean, it's, 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 it's an incredible thing. I mean, I was just, you're kind of sitting around thinking, I mean, how many hot dogs could I eat before I said, oh, oh that's enough, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, yeah, but they had a little extra excitement this time. Right. Yeah. They had, uh, you know, a couple of guys, you know, kind of rushed the stage. Protesters and, you know, or something, and, right? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he, he didn't miss a bite. He just got one of them in the headlock and <laughs> <laughs> it's just an incredible thing. And, and, and uh, you know, just to, to see it, but it's. Uh, well, he was on crutches uh, it, it, too. It's it's fun to see. You know, it's fun to watch, and and I you know I say if I, after after about the, the the third hot dog, I'm going. I don't know if I can watch this anymore, but uh, but I do. Yeah, and I like. <laughs> well, did you see he was on crutches? He had like a bum leg, so he had a bum leg. He's like defending. He's won like 15 out of 16 years. He's only lost it like one time to like Kobayashi, I think, beat him one time. So he's on right. he's on uh, crutches. He's devouring hot dogs. And then the protester comes up and, he, you know, the protester p- positions himself right in front of Chestnut because they know everyone's watching him because he's the main guy, you know. And he right. pu- puts out, he's got some like Star Wars hat on or mask on. And he has some sign made up. And I thought it was going to be one of my signs from hitchhiking in Norway. You know, I had like three or four of those in my bag still that I can, I can bring out. But uh, and then right as Chestnut sees what's going on, he puts him in a freaking headlock and just like you know turns him away from the front of the stage. He's like get the hell out of here! You know? And then funny. keeps on eating. You know? and, and, and the great the great thing about it is he says he th- he thinks that uh, you know dealing with the protester cost him three dogs. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, it's a classic. It's so good. Well, it's so much fun. And you realize that when like we had barbecue, I mean, you you guys are asking me how many hot dogs you want, how many should we make? And pre-barbecue, your eyes would be like, I can eat like seven of those things. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> but and, then, and, of course, we cook it up and there's buns two, and two relish. And I barely eat two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you forget about all that, you know the the. But they, it's interesting what they do, how they and, and it, it, they got to eat the bun too. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Full dog, you know. So you know they're they're soaking it. Yeah, you know they they dunk it in water. I mm-hmm. guess to, so. It's oh my god. I mean, I guess you know there's an art to everything. Oh yeah, you know, and trying to figure out the the best way to do it and the way to eat the most and and uh, but it's uh, but but you know it's kind of funny. I you know. For me to like that, I, I I kind of enjoy it. I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking, 
how is that possible mm-hmm. that somebody can eat that much? Uh, and uh, and he's not that big a guy. No. No, no, no. Like, I wonder, does he fast? How long does he fast? Does he have to stretch his stomach out like beforehand? Or like, how does all that work? It's it's a funny uh, contest because it kind of mirrors the holiday because uh, Melina's family's over here and they're like, oh, it's really cool that we're going to be here for 4th of July. You know, and they're like asking me questions about it. And it's like, well, it's like, well, it's like when we did our independence, but like technically it's not. It was like on another, it was in another month. It was in like the spring, I feel like, or something. And and so, right. like, you know, it's like they essentially moved that to the summer and, you know, they probably just wanted to have some sort of summer solstice type of celebration in the middle of the summer, you know, but it's like a weird one to try and explain. It's like the fireworks and it's very patriotic and, and, uh, and, and I was like, well, really, it's just an excuse for everyone to like get together and hang out with friends and like eat. <laughs> well, you know? well, I was like, they're like, like Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, but we don't like, we don't, we're not as thankful, you know. We just, yeah. we just want to eat, and people like to drink and 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 watch sports and hang out and have right. fun together. Yeah, it's a, it, it was a, it was a great day, and and uh, you know the Fourth uh, of July is always special, uh, you know, to you know to us and you know to for this country. And uh, do you it, remember? It was a great day. Do you remember you played? Mom, uh, mom mentioned that you played. Um, like 82, the final against uh, McEnroe on, it was the 4th of July, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. Uh, How was there, that? There was, was that pretty a, cool? Yeah. I mean, to, you know, it was, it was in, interesting because Bud Collins was, uh, may rest in peace. He was uh, uh, doing the commentary and, and afterwards. And, and it was interesting what he said that, you know, he says on this 4th of July, you know, it, you know, the, uh, the, there was fireworks on the court and, you know, and, and it was kind of, you know, he, he always had a great way of of delivery uh, of mm-hmm. uh, of a lot of his thoughts and and to you know to play it on the Fourth of July and you know Bud was uh, was doing the commentary and I I, I think Dickenberg also was uh, doing the commentary who you know kind of was my mentor and and uh, uh, when I first got into broadcasting and you know how he took me under his wing which was kind of fun and and uh, it was yeah it was pretty special pretty special that's cool. I have a I have a feeling Bud had on a pair of red, white, and blue pants. If we dig into the archives, he probably had some funky pants on for for that special occasion. He dressed the part. Two Americans yeah. in the final on Fourth of July is not too bad. Uh, not, that's a good story to write. I'm guessing he did a good one. So yes, he did. Um, well, I want to I want to move on because I, I've got uh, I've got uh, two other things I want to talk about. One is the cruise industry. Okay. And 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 uh, I, I like I like uh, talking about that because I like cruises. Uh, and, uh, I see that, uh, you know, things are kind of opening up a little bit and, you know, e- even with, uh, you know, with where COVID is that it's, uh, it's really, um, in increasing the interest is increasing and in going now more uh, on more, uh, cruises and, you know, getting back into the, the business part of the it. travel. And, uh, yeah. The travel. Yeah. I can tell uh, you and, from what I, my, the last two weeks or whatever, when I was overseas that, uh, it doesn't seem like there's COVID a lot of people not wearing masks and, and lines and then very, it seemed very pre pandemic in a, in a lot of ways uh, from what I saw, like airports and lines and just, it seems like that, that they're kind of opening a lot of that up back to, to back to pre pre pandemic stuff. So, so what do you think about the cruise stuff? You, you thinking about taking one? Yeah, I, I loved it. I, I know I haven't been on one for a while, but uh uh, it was probably one of the best trips uh, your mom and I took. It was a number of years ago, but 
we went we went from Athens to Rome uh, on uh, on silver seas, uh, and it was the the, mo- the best eight days. So much fun. We we stopped at so many great places and and uh, met a lot of people, uh, locals, and we went to the local restaurants to eat and. Uh, during the day, and we got out and, and uh, you know see a lot of you know what was going on in uh, in, in the ports where we stopped. But uh, uh, yeah, would I do it again? Yeah, immediately. Mm-hmm. I would love to do it. And and uh, would you do and, the same one, or would you try and find like? A, do you have an idea of a different area you want to check out, or did you like that so much you want to go back again? I like that so much I go back, and the reason being is because I'm I'm uh, I like the uh, number one is is we only one one night went away from where we couldn't see land and I, i'm not good with that i need to know that i'm close to land just in case i have to do the backstroke to get there <laughs> and and uh which, which was good but also the water the water was uh was was quite calm and it was you know wasn't wasn't rough and you know that's uh, that's another thing i'm not good at so you know why why do i like cruises because i like them even though i have to deal with a few issues yeah but uh but just going to a lot of the stops and greece uh, was cool uh, right great greece was was beyond and we have a friend here in montecito who fixed us up with some of his buddies over there that really took good care of us and you know, for the three or four days we were there and then then the cruise and then we stopped and we were in rome for four days and and got to see a lot of uh, a lot of things that I don't know how it came about, but we saw so much. And you know, when I was playing tennis and I played in Rome, I didn't get to see any of that. Right. And and to to have gone back and to been able to spend some time and and we met some friends over there who were living there at the time and spent a couple of days with them. And it was just a really special trip. And and uh, you know, the beginning and uh, from the beginning, the middle to the end, it was like a, it was like writing a book. You know, and and it was just all good. So I, I hope uh, I hope it continues to improve and and to get better. And and uh, I'm looking forward to going again. Be fun. Nice. I think we need to uh, just start the ball rolling because it's a that along with our golf trip it's like things we want to do but unless we actually take the steps to make the first move it's a tough one because there's a lot of things involved you know what i mean yeah you gotta book this and the flight and the that and the transfer and all the you know so it becomes like overwhelming to try and do it but if you just start melina's trying to help me get better with it planning ahead i'm a very last minute yeah, I'll figure it out at the last minute, you know, and play triple the price. <laughs> I'm so yeah. smart. You know, I'm real <laughs> <Yeah>. smart. <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm looking forward to that. And and uh, the one other thing that uh, I read this a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and, and I see it, it's in the paper again, about Brad Pitt. Okay. Did you see this? Mm, Have no. you seen this? He's got a new movie yeah. I saw coming out. Bullet He's Train. He's got a new movie. Okay. I'm sorry? It's called Bullet Train. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. but. But he has uh, a condition where he has trouble rec- uh, uh, facial recognition. Okay. So, and, and it's, it's weird because, you know, he says that, you know, he goes up to people that he's, you know, known and, and, he, and he looks at them and he doesn't, doesn't recognize them. Okay. Uh, and, and, and they're saying, you know, you know, what's this? What's all the, you know, what's this about? You know, you don't know who I am. What are you, you know, you, you're cocky, you're this, you're that, or, you know, and, and, uh, you know, but it, but it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, I I wonder what that is. Is it, is it in his visual? Let me see. I just looked it up. It says Brad Pitt says he believes he has prospinosia, a neurological disorder characterized by the inability to recognize faces. 
The condition, mm. also known as face blindness, can affect as many as 1 in 50 people, according to faceblind.org. Huh. So Brad Pitt says he has face blindness. Interesting. Do you, do you believe him, or do you think it's maybe just a way to get out of dealing with people who come up to him on the street and be like, hey, Brad, <laughs> well, do, you, do you remember me? Well, I, I worked on uh, Ocean's 9 with you 15 years ago, <laughs> and we talked that one time. Don't you remember me? <laughs> Yeah, if that be the case, I think a lot of people are going to get this. <laughs> Every celebrity uh, no. all of a sudden breaks out with facial blindness. <laughs> right. You know, but he, he finally said after, after a while, he said that, you know, I'm going to come right out and, and tell people. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where did we meet? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, that would, that would come up to him. And, and but man, I mean, that, that's got to be be difficult to get through your days i mean his life his business uh, you know uh, right. i guess in the movie business the people that you got to the people you work with people that you know that are you know around on the set to help you know and i guess and all that kind of stuff i mean man that's got to be that's got to be a, a difficult thing to to live with don't you think yeah definitely i wonder like is this something that gets worse or is it you know is it just the way it is and it comes and goes I need to do a little more research on it, but uh, I mean, Brad's kind of been that dude for this generation in, in a lot of ways where he's kind of our, uh, or, you know, one of the leading men where you kind of look at his career of movies and you're kind of like, he pretty much did pretty good movies every time he went out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? He, he kind of picks his movies well and the scripts are good and the characters are, are well-written and, and he's, you know, he's so good and kind of do so much where you're like, you know, him and Leo and, and a few other people for the, for, on the men's side are, are pretty strong. Yeah. Well, I hope he, uh, I, I hope he gets better. Right? Cause, uh, you know, his, uh, his movies, like you said, are entertaining and, uh, and I'm sure, uh, what's the name of it? Bullet train. Bullet train. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It comes out uh, uh, in sure. a couple of weeks or in yeah. August, in I'll, August it comes out. So I'll, I'll be looking for that. I'll yeah. be looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm me, a fan of his. Me too. You're right. You said it. Me but, too. Uh, yeah. One one uh, last thing about the tennis. Just I wanted to get your take since uh, one of the people we like is doing well. Owns Jabor in the final. Plays Rybakina, the uh, the young uh, the young player. But Jabor has been playing pretty well. She won one of the warm up tournaments, and uh, mm-hmm. she's kind of a advantage. Connor's favorite. Just the way she plays. She's got some a lot of personality and and a lot of variety in her game and and it's cool she's from Tunisia you know i think she's uh right. you know the first arab woman to to be in the in the final of of wimbledon or, or make the top 2 or whatever it is she's she's breaking records and knocking down doors every day when i look online so um i'm rooting for her i hope she wins and and goes out there and gets a slam i think it would be be cool to have another another slam winner and and she's a good uh she's a good person for the sport and i think she you know be a good person to have uh, to grow it going forward. What do you think? Yeah, and 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 brings you know more fans into it also, wouldn't you think? For sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. To you know, it, it never hurts to to have uh, you know different winners that uh, it, from from different parts of the world or different cultures or or whatever that you know help create more interest in the game and you know hopefully down the road you know maybe they're young uh, maybe they're young kids that start playing tennis now because of her and oh, get yeah. more into it so. Yeah, I mean it's uh yeah, wouldn't that be nice? That yeah. that would be, you know, a very interesting and and uh uh and and, uh, and what a great opportunity for, her, you mm-hmm. know, to 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 have a a chance to to win a grand slam. How good is that? Right. And coming from, you know, Tunisia not not known as a big tennis hotbed, 
Um, and in 27, she turns 28 later this summer, August birthday. So we like that. Um, yeah. So dude, like by br- the way, don't, br- breaking don't you through. have one coming up around then? Yeah, uh, <laughs> about three and three and a half weeks, uh, three weeks away, creeping up pretty soon. But yep. uh, just wanted to say a shout out owns she is uh we will be rooting for you and uh hope that you bring home uh, the wimbledon title on saturday that um, was good yeah any any last thoughts i'll get you out of here i know you got a little golf game and uh, i've got a gold, a gold I, doodle here who needs game. to go for a walk and uh and, and i'm uh, i'm gonna go out there and see if i can uh put into use what i've been uh, learning in my lessons the the last couple of weeks and see if i can uh, work that out but uh, the end result is yeah, uh, people know how to find us. You can find me at uh, at Jimmy Connors on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, at uh, ADV Connors on on the podcast, yep. Advantage Connors, Brett Connors, Brett yep. underscore Connors. There's all kinds. I'm of getting spots. this down pretty good, aren't I? Oh yeah. Don't forget the hottest golden girl on the internet at Gold Dude Isabella on Instagram. She's just, I mean, she's on fire over there. She's got <laughs> over 1,500 followers. She's just breaking uh, miniature golden doodle records daily. She's like Owens Jabor. Um, that's it uh, we're going to take, take her on a little walk and, uh, and check in with you guys next week any last words? all good, uh, be careful I know uh, you've had a store back from, from lugging your, your bag and your drone and everything around Norway so uh, take the load off, get some rest and, uh, and get healthy yeah, I need to, I've never felt older than I did when I got back from that trip I thought I was uh, some sort of young buck being able to carry all that shit and, uh, and hitchhiking thinking I'm like, oh you're so funny and then <laughs> my back is like no 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 we will not be doing that much in the future <laughs> take care of yourself bud good being with you and uh, uh, keep keep listening to us we we love you being a part of what we do all everybody out there stay with us yep have fun playing some golf tell mom hi I love you guys and uh, I'll talk to you soon peace <laughs>